What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode three of season four. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it's your boy, Clean Shaven Bruno. If you are tuning in to the Twitch, to the video, to the stream where you can use your eyes to see the boys, you will see the beard is gone. If you can't see us right now, if you're listening to the pod, believed in my voice. Kurt, does my voice sound lighter now, perhaps? You just you look like a 10 out of 10. Mm, tell, them, tell them why you're clean shaven. Well, Kurt, the Patriots got their first win. It's that simple. Oh, I didn't even know that. I, <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I've been oh, telling people that, though. <laughs> well, I'm in. I like that a lot. You know, Kurt, it may or may not have been because I had a, a panel today talking about some okay. professional stuff. People forget that our full-time occupations aren't podcasters. As much as we wish they were, they aren't. They could be. We're good enough. It's not a question of talent. Well, based on just all our sponsorships alone. Right. Like, I mean, we could easily. Easily. But you know what? We're FTK. We're for the kids. We're for the kids. It's a kids show. Kids and show. Kids, kids show. show. Absolutely. Good, Absolutely yeah. kids show. Um, and, you know, I think it's t- you should drop out of school. You haven't you you haven't been there Listen, very long. I, at this point, who needs to finish? No. Well. <laughs> well. Well. Jim. You could take that a lot of different directions. Most people do enjoy finishing something True. they started. Yep. So. True. Uh, they, they, I think I said quote for quote last week. It's not how you finish. It's how you start. I'm just saying. You're pretty good at starting and finishing. So <laughs> oh, thank you. Bro. You're very thank yeah. You. You're very welcome. Very welcome, <laughs> Bruno. Um, week two, currently still ongoing. Yeah, a little uh, behind the curtains here. Yep. It is Monday night, and the Bills Titans game has started, and the Eagles Vikings has not. Uh, we we are in the man cave at the moment, and mm-hmm. there are TVs going. There's Big Buck Hunter sitting oh, right yeah. in front of us. The arcade game. Oh yeah. Two thousand six. Um, oh, I should have done a trivia question. Damn it. Forget, scratch that. Stats guy, edit that out. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, we got our laptops in front of us. There's a lot of screens going on. For someone who is easily distracted like myself, (laughs) this could be a wild ride. Um, But like I was saying, week two, almost in the books, Monday Night Football obviously still going on. Another pretty crazy week of NFL football. Um, What's kind of exciting about the whole thing, though, is some of the overreactions that you get in week one. Oh, yeah. Sometimes things start to come back down to reality a little bit more. and. You know, Bill Belichick says this all the time. You know, you're not going to know everything about your football team mm-hmm. in the first couple weeks of the season. So, um, with that being said, however, we got some games to break down. We definitely do, partner. Um, you weren't ready for that. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for the partner. It's a Monday. It's been a long Monday. It's been a long day. <laughs> but I don't know. What if I'm your par- partner? What 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 do I call you, cowboy? Cowboy, yeah. All right, G- giddy up. We're going for a ride. Um, oh, you just so Dalton Knox just took that man for a ride. Um, so basically, we're gonna we're gonna kick it off. All right. I can't think of a more exciting matchup than the Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Just kidding. I can think of many, but that's where we're starting. Bruno, the Jets stunned the Cleveland Browns 31-30 in Ohio this weekend after Nick Chubb. The Chubster, mm-hmm. as often referred to. Uh, he he decided to score a touchdown, which normally, great idea. Normally. We, football, you want to score touchdowns. Yes, sir. Don't know if you knew that. Yes, sir. But, okay. He, so, he decides to score the minute 55 to go in the game. The Browns go up 13, miss the extra point. But with a minute 55 to go against the New York Jets, you figure, hmm, 13-point lead, you're probably safe. You should have been. You should have been safe. Spoiler alert. Joe Flacco said, not safe, (laughs) unsafe, (laughs) unsafe, unsafe. Okay, so Joe Flacco, yes. That Joe Flacco. That Joe, that Super Bowl MVP? Uh, Yeah, cool Joe. Cool Joe. Cool Joe Flacco. (laughs) Um, He he, he ended up taking the game over a little bit. Uh, Immediately after the Nick Chubb touchdown, 
hits Corey Davis on a 66-yard touchdown. Jets were actually able to recover an onside kick, something we don't see a whole lot of anymore. Yeah. Um, and then, so now they're only down six points. He marches them down with no timeouts, the 15-yard line. Hits Garrett Wilson, the rookie, the rookie wide receiver from Ohio State. So homecoming for the boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, scores his second touchdown of the game, and somehow, some way, the Jets are leaving the land with a W. Kurt, it's just crazy, especially because all the talk. Speaking of overreactions, all the talk last week about how long it's been since a Browns team won their Week One game, and what do they do, Kurt, in Week Two? They say no more winning record, boy. <laughs> hey, everyone in the AFC East is one and one. Or, well, well, everyone in the AFC East has at least a win. How about that? Let's will that into existence with the game that's currently going on. Yes. Yes. Well, the fucking Dolphins. We'll get there. We'll get oh, there. the we'll Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolphins. God damn it. All right. Who cares about stats? Not, not us. me. Not us. So we have a stats guy here. for that. Yeah. yeah. Not here. So right now we don't care. Don't tell, right. don't tell them we said that. I'm going to say gender. Okay. It's 2022. Anyways, moving on. Um, perfect segue. <laughs> Kurt, game number two, we had a, a little bit of a wild ride. So Lions, Commanders. Again, not the sexiest matchup, if you will. You Hold know. on. Dan Campbell's a sexy, sexy mofo. True. But it's about both sides. Yeah, and the other side's the not other sexy. The other side, not, not that sexy. sexy. Carson Wentz, not, not exactly sexy. doing it. No. So, coming into this game, I think the lines evened out as we got closer to Sunday. But coming into the game, the Lions were the betting favorites in an NFL regular season football game. I repeat, the Lions were the betting favorites, which, Kurt, I, I should have wrote down the year, but it's literally been years since that happened. So, that was crazy. And, Kurt, what did they do? They made the absolute goddamn most of it. They win the game 36-27. to Honestly, Jared Goff popping off through for four touchdowns Aiden Hutchinson their top draft pick had three sacks Kurt um, um I don't know how to say this right Amon Ra St. Brown how do you say Amon Hamon Hamon Ra St. Brown Hala at me Heim <laughs> that was pretty good thanks so however you say that he had two touchdown catches Kurt count me among the people who thought St. Brown was not going to continue last season's pace into this year and Kurt what has he done he not only is the first player in NFL history to have six straight games with over eight catches and a touchdown but he also tied the NFL record with having eight plus games eight plus games eight plus catches in eight consecutive games he's absolutely popping off kurt the lions are a fun team their offense is very fun to watch i'm not gonna lie to you they've been a fun team and i like i said like we got well i feel like i at least got spoiled hard knocks was so good this this season um and i think so much that is because of your head coach and um i mean don't get me wrong i'm not a lions fan but i am like actively interested in how seeing how they do and what's actually hilarious is that people forget number one Lions super fan Matsky gave up the lions when stafford went to the ram or yeah went to the rams listen he may have got a super bowl but listen do you have the hype of a one-on-one lions team i mean i that's almost as good of a super bowl <laughs> that's the Lions super bowl <laughs> I, that, I mean and the thing dan orlovsky said this about the lions and it's so true when you play them, you better bring your lunch pail. Because those, True. The, I mean, those boys, they're not there for show. They're not there for play. They're there to kick some ass. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, even if they lose, which I'm sure they will plenty this year still, yep. you know you're going to get their best shot, oh, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, speaking of throwing shots. Mm-hmm. That was, there, good. That was there, good. There were some haymakers in New Orleans yesterday, Jeez. Bruno. And um, so between haymakers and a brawl, and, and amongst all that drama, there's there's a root there's a root mm. cause and it just so happens mm. that that root cause happens to be mm. a 45 year old toddler <laughs> oh shots fired by Kurtai. a 45 year old toddler we have a 45 year old child on our hands is he apparently. the oldest toddler of all time one might say mm. I'll, I'll say it okay 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 uh tom brady and the buccaneers boy tempers flared in new orleans yesterday yes, they won a 20 to 10 over the saints but you know, between the escapades of throwing his helmet and flinging the surface tablet and helping incite that full-blown brawl that kind of involved uh, Lattimore with the Saints and yep. Mike Evans again, boy, do those two hate each other. They got history and they hate each they other. They have history. Um, it, it's a bad look for Brady. It's a bad look for the Bucks. And I know, I know, I sound hypocritical because Brady had pulled some of these shenanigans when he was on the Patriots too. Like, you know, we saw him get fiery on the right. sidelines of coaches. He, he yells mm-hmm. at everybody. Um, he he th- threw his helmet all the time in New England. So, oh, yeah. like, I, I I realize I'm being a little bit of, a little bit of a hypocrite here, but he doesn't play for my team anymore. <laughs> so, 
I don't. I don't really care. I don't have to defend him anymore. We don't make the rules. We don't make the rules. He's not to play for the Patriots, so therefore I'm going to make fun of him now. Yep. Uh, and it's, I can see why other people didn't like it because it's like not a. It's not like a good look. He no. looks like a. He looks yeah. like a child. Yeah. Um. Don't know if you heard this today, and I'm totally segueing off of the game. Do it. There was a report, a Nesson report today, which I guess uh, might have been Rappaport who said it. So after he came back from that. Um, 11 day escapade in the Bahamas or something yep. where he's missed training camp um, for like the past four weeks him and Giselle have been living apart I heard whispers but I didn't hear that specific report yeah. so I feel again he's always been a fiery competitor yeah. and whatnot. but I wonder and I was texting about this with some of my friends today shout out me having friends mm. um I wonder if, like, whatever's happening at home is, like, contributing. He just looks miserable, which, again, it just makes no sense to me. The man's 45 years old, has nothing left to prove, just signed a 10-year deal to announce football after this season. Like, what else do you have to prove? If you're not having fun, your wife is mad at you, you don't see your kids, what is the the point still of playing football? Can you find one? Heard. I don't want to take the depressing note. What if being at home is less fun than this? <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you know they've you been know, together for a while. We all see the the image they project on the good old Instagram, you know, and I'm Fake sure news. They, I'm sure they've had plenty of good times. I'm not disparaging anyone. I'm just saying, Kurt. You know, listen, he he tried it for like 30 days, 40 days. Look That's enough. <laughs> That's happened. enough. I gotta wake up the kids. Yeah, Ain't happening. Sheesh. Yeah. So, so you're right. You're yeah. right. Spin zone. Back to the game a little back bit here. Game. Okay. The game sucked. Yeah, the terrible bad, game. Yeah. So the the brawl was and Brady's temper tantrums were the most exciting part of the game by far. With that being said, the Buccaneers took a ten to three lead in the fourth quarter. Brady had a really nice pass to Perryman, I think it was, in the back of the end zone. Yeah, really great nice throw. Great, a seed. Okay, but that's Tom Brady. You expect that sometimes. And Jameis Winston, he's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. And we're also giving him a pass as well as me as a pass for maybe potentially picking the Saints to win this what game. Was the Doesn't count. Standing on a corner. Jameis Winston, Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Florida. Such a fine sight to see. Yeah, well, he he wasn't seeing. <laughs> Same. He, he wasn't seeing. Jameis Winston reverted back to his Buccaneer yeah, days because he kept throwing it to the Buccaneers. So yeah. in the fourth quarter, he had three drives in a row that went interception, uh, interception, uh, interception uh, return for a touchdown. Oh God. In a one-score game. I don't know if that's exactly what you're looking for. Um, so not great for not great for Jameis in New Orleans. Uh, Bucks win it twenty to ten. Yeah, and Kurt, uh, if we're gonna be honest, you know, that I'm just gonna throw this out there. I don't think that game counts against my record. Listen, did I maybe not know Alvin Kamara was out when I made the pick on pick six? Potentially, I, I told you. Yeah, well, oh, I, you told yeah. me after I picked. Did I know that Jameis was playing playing through like eleven broken ribs or whatever dumb injury he has? You know, potentially. But Kurt, that's fine. There's, there, you know what, Kurt? There's another contender for horrendous Bruno pick six game of the day coming up later that we'll cover when we cover. So we, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get. There. It's coming. We'll get there. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, in in more terrible games, Kurt, uh, we got the one of the. Contenders for the most forgettable game of week two. Uh, you have the other one coming up, Kurt. Oh, but for now, it, yep, yep. For now, this one: Giants nineteen, Panthers sixteen. I, I really don't have too much to say about this game. Honestly, it's more of like a huh? Who cares? Uh, you know, the Giants won the turnover battle two nothing. Their record is now two nothing, and the Panthers. I had to look this up. They lost their Kurt their ninth consecutive game in a row. Jesus. Sheesh. Okay, so, um, oh shit. Who is there? Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Is this is year three for him? I think. I think so. I mean, he they've had some terrible luck with injuries, and I understand that, but at some point, like... Uh, it's honest. You know what uh, saved him? It's a combination of Christian McCaffrey being injured as well as the fact they've gone through, like, eight different quarterbacks. Yeah, but... That's what he keeps being like, oh, give me time, but it's like, listen, right, but it's some, And, times. like, I've liked some of their drafts, for sure, but at the same, like, in the same breath, it's like, well, Yeesh. at some point... You got to either put up or shut up. Yeah. Shit or get off the pot, as one likes to say. Not up or shut up. Either you're 10 toes in or you're not toes in. <laughs> Fucking nailed that Zero one. toes in. You're not toes in. Okay. Speaking of zero. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, the Colts are cursed. Bruno. The Jaguars officially owned own the Colts. You know what? I hope every I hope every Indianapolis <sighs> Colt player has to go get a tattoo that says, the Jaguars are my daddy, right on their ass cheek. <laughs> yeah. Because that's about where we're at. Yeah. Um, Indy went down to Duval County this week and scored the same amount of points uh, that they would have if they just didn't play in the game. <laughs> Damn, so true. Do they get a participation trophy for that? They might hang a banner. Okay, are they true? true. Participated <laughs> in a game. Against the Jaguars. Against the Jaguars. <laughs> um, 
Trevor Lawrence uh, looks like he might not be broken. He he looked good. Yeah, he looked, he looked good. good. And again, maybe it's just the Colts. But, but maybe it but, is. But um, yeah, we should just take asterisk yeah, every asterisk, yep. every Colts Jags game because those stats just shouldn't yeah. count. Yep. Um, but Doug Peterson looks like maybe he's he's found a little something. And like again, I think that's why I like the Doug Peterson move so much to Jacksonville because I mean, let's not get it twisted. Trevor Lawrence is, is a is a good player. It's just finding the way to make yeah. it work. Yeah. Um, but. It was impressive, obviously, what the Jaguars did. I have way more questions about the Colts, though. Oh, yeah. Is Matt Ryan the guy? Uh, <laughs> what was up with Jonathan Taylor? I understand the game plan and the scheme probably had to probably got affected in this one because you're you're, you're chasing right, right away. Right, right. So you're chasing points. You can't run the ball as effectively as you want to. Um, but what's going on with him, Matt Ryan, um, and then the high-caliber defense? Did you remember that Stephon Gilmore's a corner for them now? Oh my! I literally completely forgot. Yeah, it's like you don't hear much about their high caliber defense, huh? huh. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> I don't know, Bruno. I, I did pick the Jaguars to finish second in the AFC South. If you hadn't said that, I was about to say the duality of man or this podcast is me picking the Saints to win in a horrendous pick, and then you bold prediction being the Jaguars finishing second and them beating the Colts for nothing. So you know uh, the duality of uh, playing that's field. That. That's it, baby. That's, that's that. Kurt, speaking of dualities, in in this next game, there was almost maybe one of the more stunning twists of fate, maybe of all time. I'm talking Rams-Falcons. Let's not bury the lead here. The Rams won the game 31-27. to Kurt, but, but, but mm-hmm. you might not expect this in a 31-27 to game. The Falcons were down 28-3, to Kurt, in the third quarter. Hmm. Uh, we've heard that in a Falcons game before. <laughs> Except that game, the Falcons weren't down. In this game, they were down. They sure were. And Kurt, they almost learned from the Patriots and pulled it off. They didn't, which is why they're the Falcons and we're the Patriots. But they almost pulled it off. Sure did, uh, the Rams, you know, they they got their offense back on track. They went up 28-3. to three. Uh, Matt Stafford threw three touchdowns. Two of them were to Cooper Cup. Darrell Henderson put them on the board as well. However, Kurt, however, Marcus Mariota through two touchdowns leading the back and then the falcons blocked a punt what? Uh-huh, for a scoop and score and then got the two-point conversion they're up 31 they're sorry they're down 31 to 25 this is always one of those things i always think is weird i'm not a football guy the rams took an intentional safety something to do with like the time o'clock and running it out and not risking a punt and then field position so again i'm never i'm not 100 on those situations but they gave them two more points so it's 31 27 it literally took a jalen ramsey interception in his own end zone to win the game for the Rams. So I guess if you're the Rams, you're happy your offense looked much, much better because it certainly did, and you're happy you won. But you're not going to be pleased with a 28-3 lead turning into a 31-27 game. Yeah, the Rams have just looked flat. I mean, the Super Bowl hangover right. for the the Bengals we will get to. Right. But, I mean, perhaps with the Rams, too, it's just looked a little sluggish. Right. Um, and, again, they, they had the longest season last year by, by a couple weeks. Um, it just hasn't looked as in sync as you might have expected for them, but uh, I think they'll figure it out. I'm I'm a little more surprised here with the, with the Falcons. That's two games in a row they've been competitive, and I thought the Falcons were going to suck. Yeah. Like I thought they might pick like one or two in the draft next year. Yeah, and there's a chance they still could, um, but we we will see. Um, one team that had some high hopes and might be picking pretty early in the draft. It depends. It depends. depends. It depends. depends. We'll see how it goes. Um, the San Francisco 49ers. They trade a boatload of picks last year to move up for Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance sits last year behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Now this offseason, you heard the whole the whole thing about, you know, this is Trey Lance's team now. Jimmy G's leaving San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, that reverses course. Jimmy G comes back to the 49ers on a one-year backup deal, a uh, backup quarterback deal so to back up Trey Lance. Well, it's a it's a damn good thing that happened. Yeah, because uh, the 49ers are once again Jimmy Garoppolo's team, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately for Trey Lance, that's coming at his expense. Yeah, because uh, the boy suffered quite the leg injury yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I think he broke his hmm, ankle. A, I think he broke. Yeah, but he his ankle bone. <laughs> a bone near his ankle. Okay. Um, oh, fuck. The, the big-ass bone in your leg, he snapped at, the, at his ankle. Mm-hmm. And he tore ligaments, too, so he had surgery today to fix both. But oh, he is God. out for the season. Um, just off a jump, what is your take on that? I mean, obviously it sucks. I, I've heard other people say this, and I agree. He just, like, he he didn't play last year. He, he I mean, he played a little bit, but he didn't start and didn't play that much. This was supposed to be the year where he takes that next step. He took a step from one game. <laughs> 
and in the rain against the Bears and didn't do shit. Yeah. And then he took a step in this game and got injured. He took a step and they got snapped. Yeah, yeah. so not the best for Trey Lance. And, like, ah, I don't want to be this guy, but it's like you, you – I don't want to say you lost two whole years, but it's like you didn't really get the most out of these two years. Again, he can still recover and be – like, again, yeah. he's still young. There's still plenty of time. He'll rehab and he'll come back, but it's like – Listen, you don't want a young developing quarterback, especially one that everybody called coming out of school a project, right? That's what we were yeah. everyone. You don't want him losing all this playing time. So. No, you don't. And that, again, now it's two seasons where he won't play at all. Yeah. One game in two seasons, essentially. He played a little bit last year, but not right. much. Um, it's question marks surrounding them. And I know Kyle Shanahan, he didn't want Trey Lance, apparently. He wanted Mac Jones. I mean, it, it's well documented at this point that he had other options that he didn't right. he, he didn't want a project. He wanted a surefire thing. I bet San Francisco, San Francisco is looking at Mac Jones like, God damn it, because I mean, think about the playmakers they have in San Francisco. Right. That's that's the, the prototypical. You know, he, it's it, he's Mac Jones is better than Jimmy Garoppolo, I think. Um, and I feel like you know, if if Kyle Shanahan wanted sustained success, Mac Jones could have been a good answer for them. Now they don't. Now it's another. Wait and see. And now next year he's coming off major surgery. So yep. it's like you don't you gave up so much for that pick. Mm-hmm. And now it's now it looks like it could be destined for a little bit of failure. Let's get into this game briefly. Sure. Um, I know, you know, I don't have much to say. Basically, as soon as Jimmy Garoppolo came into the game, the 49ers just kind of took off. Yeah. Um, the Seahawks looked dead. Like they did not want to be there. It's kind of like what I thought I we talked about in pick six. The emotions from winning that week one game against the Broncos, I, they yeah. were still yep. They were still coming off that because this was this was a pathetic performance from the Seahawks. Geno Smith turned back into a pumpkin. Jimmy Garoppolo played really well in his time in his time in the game, um, basically the last three quarters. And something that you know we talked about on the pick six yesterday, Shanahan's record with Garoppolo is freaking awesome. Without Garoppolo, it's really bad. So who knows? Maybe in the end, this turns out to be a good thing. Yeah, Kurt, and you know, I may have said some things with the 49ers being minus 9 or 10, I forget what, and I may have said made some picks. You made some. And yeah, that's that. That's that. That's all. <laughs> that, that's all, folks. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of that's all, folks, the Bengals. Huh. Oh, so I'm that's not, all, folks. Yeah, and again, whomst is to say that's all, folks, for sure. It is only week two. I'll say it. I'll but done, I'll done chain them. I done chained them last year. They went to the Super Bowl. You did. Maybe that's what they need. They're Fine. right where they wanted to. I'll done chain them in a week two. How about that? <laughs> Consider them done. Uh, yeah, so the Bengals might be in some trouble, Kurt. And I say that because, again, week one, you know, they hadn't really played the preseason. They're playing a divisional opponent. They had a chance to win. You could make the case they should have won against the Steelers week one. All those sorts of things. Again, they hadn't, you know, Joe Burrow, first game since losing his appendix. He doesn't know his own body weight. There's a lot of stuff going on, right? Week two, sure, they're playing on the road. But they're playing a Cowboys team without Dak Prescott starting none other than your absolute boy, the homie, Cooper Rush. Yeah. And they lose, Kurt, 20-17. Yeah. to 17. And, Ugh. again, this just is, you know, we're, we're, you could say we're trend, guys. There's a lot of trends and stats that are analyzed. Sure. Kurt, the Bengals, talk about this for a trend, they went down 17-3 to for the second straight game, Kurt. They came back to tie it at 17 for the second straight game. And then they lost it for the second straight game. So, Kurt, not exactly the trend you want to be seeing if you're a Bengals fan. If you're the Cowboys, you're absolutely thrilled. Not only that you won, but that Cooper Rush, again, got them to that point and then let a game-winning drive cap by a, a Cowboys field goal as time expired. So, obviously, if you're the Cowboys, you're thrilled, right? You're, they're essentially trying to tread water. I think they said Dak might, like, potentially come back sooner than expected. It's still early. Yeah, but, like, in a couple maybe. weeks. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Again, like, any wins they can get. Right now are huge, especially over last year's AFC Super Bowl representative. So, again, if you're the Cowboys, you're thrilled. If you're the Bengals, Kurt, let me just say this: you're zero and two. You see your schedule next week, and you're playing the Jets. Hmm, Kurt, hmm. what happened last season? Again, when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last season, hmm. what happened when they played the Jets in the regular season? They lost to them. They did. <laughs> so, Kurt, they could be staring zero and three in the face real soon. Bruno, the here's here's why I'm done chaining the Bengals. Tell me, okay. Not only are they, they going to lose the Jets next week. Oh, God. I mean, I'm probably not. But, but like, it's fun to say. It's fun to say. They cannot protect Joe Burrow. Oh, my God. So, it was, again, Burrow was sacked seven times in week one against the Steelers. He was sacked six times against the against the Cowboys this <laughs> Improvement, Kurt. That's what I'm hearing. Through two games, <laughs> Joe Burrow has been sacked 13 times, which puts him on pace 
for a preposterous 111 sacks in a season. Jesus. The NFL record of 76. Yikes. Not the record you want to be setting. Not a record you want to be setting. And like, and it, this goes back to even in the playoffs last year. They could not protect him. So, I don't know. It's it's a mind-boggling stat that he's been he's been on the ground as much. Yep. That is your f- franchise quarterback. Yes, sir. You don't want to be peeling him off the turf every <laughs> no. other play. No, you do not. So, figure it out, man. Figure it out. Speaking of franchise quarterbacks who's kind of need to figure it out. I mean, it's a little early. But Russell Wilson got his first win in a Broncos uniform, albeit a very ugly one. Yeah. A very ugly one. Yeah. But hey, a win is a win is a win is a win. True. Right? Right? Right. Bruno, Wilson went 14 to 31. <laughs> not math, guys. That's not good. That ain't good. <laughs> For just over 200 yards against the Texans? Uh-huh. The Texans? Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, just not exactly what you're looking for. No. Um, I think it chalk it up to still trying to develop chemistry with his guys. Yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton yesterday had seven catches for over 120 yards. So if you do that math, half his completions went to <laughs> Cortland Sutton and over half his yards. So the other guys, we we need more from you. It's Aaron Rodgers shit right there. What, Russell Wilson, you know how he like goes through his pregame where he's like, he like acts out what's yeah. going to happen. He should act out completing more passes. Yeah. Like, he, and he, should someone tell him that he has control over how he acts it out? He can do that. You can do that. You don't sir. have to throw in completions when you act it out, Russ. God damn um, it. You know who is acting? Who? Like a fool? Oh. Nathaniel Hackett. True. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett, bro. Yes. He needs to be hacked. Hacky sacked. Yeah. Um, he's terrible. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Through two games. I mean, bro, what are we doing? He decides to kick that 64-yard field goal last year, uh, last week. Not, that's not it. Nope. And this week, he burns like his last time out in this game. What, like the seven-minute mark. He takes delay of games for no reason. He's been their Achilles heel so far. And if the Broncos want to go anywhere this year, they're going to have to get a little more from the head coach. That's not something you ever want to have to deal with. No. And listen, Kurt, the only good thing about that is he's taking heat off the rest of the team. Because it's not, you know, like at least people are like, oh, he's an idiot rather than other things they could be saying. He's but, an idiot. Yeah, Kurt, like you've been saying, uh, not what you want to see. No. Speaking of what not what you want to see, Kurt, mm. uh, the Bears. I don't oh. think they ever want to see the Packers. I, I mean, don't, I don't want to see the Bears. Yeah, well, that's true. We don't want to see the Bears. The Bears want to see the Packers. Kurt, the more things seem to change, the more they say the absolute goddamn same. You know, coming into this game. Packers lost week one. No more Devontae Adams. The sky was falling. They lost to the Vikings. Yep. The Bears, surprising win against the 49ers. Pre-Trey Lance getting sure. injured. Coming in with all the momentum. And what happens, Kurt? The Packers do literally what they always do. They've now beaten the Bears their last seven times they've played the Bears. They win a 27-10 game. That, again, is one of those games that you say 20 to 7, 27-10, to 10, and it even, it sounds closer yeah. than it like actually yeah. was. Like It was only 17. The only time it got close was when I thought, I thought Justin Fields had yeah, scored. Yeah, that's true. That, there if was he that had one scored yeah. there, we got a ball game. But he didn't. He so, did. therefore, we didn't have a ball game. Yeah. he. Th- it was a very close play. The replay, like, showed his helmet right around the goal line. Yeah. It didn't show the ball, which, again, is one of those things that, like, how is it 2022 and we're still doing that? But Like, let's just chat about this for one second. Sure. When they, so, the Bears were down 10, I believe, when this yeah. happened. They went for it on the fourth and one from the, the goal line. I, re- I re- totally respect you going for it. Sure. They call quarterback draw. Homeboy, you don't have Cam Newton back there. No. You have Justin Fields. Yeah. So why are you in shotgun? It doesn't. Why are you? It just doesn't make sense to me. Line your ass up under center and sneak it if it's, you're going to sneak it's it. It's free, like, field position, yards, yeah, field I'm position. I'm like, you're, you letting, you're letting a rush get there. Yeah. I mean, didn't like the play call. Like, well, pardon me. Liked the call. Didn't like yeah. the actual play call. Yeah. And, uh, again, much like the actual play call, Justin Fields threw it, like, seven times or ten times or something. Not that much. And had, like, no yards and a pick. So, not ideal if you're the Bears. Again, just overall. The Packers, meanwhile, again, all they need is a game against the Bears to get back on track. Aaron Jones didn't do anything week one, really. He had 132 yards and a touchdown this game. Alan Lazard was out week one. Yep. He came back with a touchdown this time. Even Randall Cobb, again, like, the fact that he's still playing is crazy. He was doing big things this game. Aaron Rodgers... Just again, all he needs is a game against the Bears. What did he say last year? I own them. I, I own them. them I or whatever own he them. said. Yep. Which again, he, he's fair to say. Who's your daddy? Yeah. And now again, this is a, uh, an interesting stat. He he joins uh, Brady, Breeze, Manning (parentheses Peyton) um, and Favre with 450 plus career touchdown passes. So uh, good oh, for wow. you, Raj. Wow. Uh, so Shami only has one Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Um, so Bruno, we like we mentioned, we are uh, currently watching some Monday Night Football. Just a little update for those at home. True. Let's okay? do it. Um, I don't know why. Oh, the Bills are up 17-7 yep. um, over the Titans at halftime. Yep. 
uh, looked like a nasty injury to one of. Yeah, I I didn't want to stop while we were recording, but that nasty. was a brutal. Hit. I don't know if that was one of their safeties or he, what, like, but bent like, his, like head yeah, it was not Ugh. pretty. Uh, Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things, even though he hasn't looked great so far in this game. And then in the Eagles Vikings game, we have uh, the Eagles up seven nothing. Jalen Hurts, who uh, I said is cementing himself in the MVP race. Week two, he's already doing it again. Damn. I mean, he's, he's off to a hot start. He scored a touchdown on this one to start the game. I'm playing him against him in fantasy. I'd like him not to not to go off did too much. Did we take the Vikings pick We did. did both I? of us. Did we we okay, both okay. did. Yep. Uh, for no reason. Just because I, I told you I didn't know. I just it felt it. I yeah, felt the Vikings. Listen, that's what I always do. I did put some money on the over. So let's go. Right, let's, let's go, go points, over. points, points, points. Yep. So, Bruno, let's get into some longer recaps after Show that up. brief little Monday night football inter, uh, interruption. Mm. Starts back, way back in the day. Turn the tables back. On Thursday Night Football. Uh, in the second AFC West showdown in as many weeks for the mm. Chargers. Uh, they didn't end up on the right side of the win column this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs pulled out a three-point win at Arrowhead. <sighs> mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bruno. What? I picked the Chiefs. You picked the Chargers. No, no. You picked the Chargers. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You but picked both picks. I did take the, the Chargers plus four, and I won me some money on that. So you're doing too much winning. You need to calm down. A lot of winning lately, and you know, you know what that means though. The losing's coming. It all it's equilibrium. I, mean, I wish I could agree with you, Kurt, but have you seen the last two pick six seasons? <laughs> well, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> oh, he's not worried about that, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. We're already off to a hot start. Um, Bruno, let's talk about the game. Fast Sorry. forward, opening drive of the second half. Okay, the third year Fina. That's Justin Herbert, in case mm. you didn't know. Herbert the pervert. Uh, he, <laughs> what do we say? Justin Herbert the pervert from another mervert? No. Nope. <laughs> sure what was it? Who likes Sherbert? Who likes That's Sherbert. what it was. <laughs> we we could add a, in front of Herbert. Oh, God. Uh, him. Him. Uh, Himothy. Himothy. Himothy Herbert <laughs> connected with Mike Williams for a 15-yard touchdown to make it 17-7 Chargers on the road. Yeah. Now you're like, oh. But you you probably sitting pretty. I was like, it's over. I yeah. literally said, I mean, it's probably my fault, but I said that. Well, it probably should have been over. But 17-7, Patrick Mahomes woke up a little bit, yep. responds back with a long touchdown drive of his own, hit a guy named Justin Watson. Huh? Who knew? <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he caught a 41-yard <laughs> touchdown. And then after a three and out for the Chargers, Chiefs end up kicking a field goal to later tie the game at 17. Mm-hmm. So now we got a game again. Well... Justin Herbert looking good drives the Chargers right down the field in the fourth quarter. We're setting up for you know they're they're going in for a score. They're well within field goal range. They're yep. in the red zone, uh, and then all of a sudden he makes one of the worst decisions of his career and throws yeah. a terrible, terrible pass. It's picked off in maybe not in the end zone but close like to right, it, right, yeah. right end by zone the end adjacent. zone. Yeah, great great use of uh, geometry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is that geometry? I don't know. Shapes. Shapes. <laughs> adjacent. <laughs> Octagon. Octagon. That's hexagon. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. He sh- is a stop sign a hexagon or an octagon? Uh, six or eight. Uh, I, I think it's eight. six. Oh, <laughs> that was coordinated, but not coordinated. <laughs> no. Should I look it up? No, I'm, doing it. I'm, doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. All right, little, let's take like a little pause. I'll filibuster while Kurt looks In up. In your head many. right now, uh, yeah. answer how many you think there are. Uh, favorite for eight, retweet for it's six. It's eight. Oh, my God. I think I said eight. You did. I said six. Let's so go. congratulations. My first win, and, and inconsequential, <laughs> but my first win of the season. Well, I was I was going to say, I was wishing Justin Herbert saw that big octagon. True. That big True. stop octagon. Yep. Because stop throw, octagon. Throw, Nice. <laughs> Throws it right to, right to, I don't even know, someone on the Chiefs. Not takes Justin it. Watson. Not Justin Watson. Well, he's on the <laughs> offense for them. Uh, but a pick six for the Chiefs puts them up seven. Uh, and then the Chiefs were able to kick uh, add on an additional field goal after right. that. In the, in the last three drives after that pick six, which it's pretty miraculous they got three drives after yeah. that pick six. Yeah. Justin Herbert just took an absolute beat. Oh, like he took some shots that I didn't know if he was getting up from. One that he like he was down for a second, got replaced for one play and came back in. Turns out he uh, broke broke some rib rib cartilage rib cartilage something or something not good rib adjacent. Oh God! <laughs> well, he fought through it. Uh, dude's a warrior. What shapes are ribs? <laughs> now we're really thinking. Is that like a line? I don't know. They're curved though. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. You did this, Kurt. Yep, did I did this. this. He so Justin Herbert with that broken rib cartilage or yep. whatever comes back in, drives the Chargers down, hits a ridiculous fourth down oh throw, my God, ridiculous, that was crazy. Uh, and gets it to twenty seven twenty four. One Kurt a lot of money, so I appreciate Justin Herbert. True. Good game, 
the, like we said, the AFC West is going to be a battle this year. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was a great game. Again, Thursday Night Football to get Chiefs Chargers and to be that good of a game was absolutely crazy, Kurt. So, uh, God bless us. Kurt, speaking of absolutely fucking lunacy, absolute madness, a game that was maybe the game of the weekend. There were a couple like crazy No, this was the game of the weekend. Kurt, and we picked six this, and we were both incorrect, which, again, we yeah. wouldn't have found the first half. Nope. I'm talking in case you haven't picked up on it by now. Dolphins-Ravens, final score, Dolphins 42, Ravens 38, Kurt like literally what in the goddamn world like i have no idea i still like we've talked about it we've seen the highlights and i'm still like saying that because kurt this was an absolutely absurd comeback by the dolphins so let's set the sheen scene shall we sheen sheen that's a paint thing right sheen that, yeah that thing that brett that's got about wrong. how bright it is yep do you remember oh, that time brett, brett got the brett sheen, really wrong the sheen up yep. that yeah now, now we'll never forget what sheen is um, Blue Persuasion. Remember Blue Persuasion? Oh, how could you not? How, <laughs> if you went to UConn how, and you worked in ops, how do you not know Blue Persuasion yeah, was? A little shout out to Blue Persuasion. Didn't think we'd be here today. But Remember we were painting in Burton? Oh my God, we got high. With Jason. We literally stoned yeah. from the fumes. I think there's just a video of like Jason with a helmet on, like yeah. like hitting his helmet and just laughing. We were the paint boys. The paint, the paint boys. Yep. Good times. The paint boys podcast. Yep. Paint boys. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep. No, beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep. beep. PBP. <laughs> um, I don't know how to segue here, but a little. Uh, the Ravens got big peepees because. Oh, or sorry, the Dolphins nice. got big peepees. Yep. Um, well, Kurt, let's uh, let's let's start the game. So, literally to start the game, the Ravens. Devin Duvernay, he's that rookie wide receiver on yep. the Ravens. Literally starts the game with a 103-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Kurt, I don't know about you, I fucking love kickoff and punt returns for touchdowns. There's just something so exciting. Like you remember De- Devin Hester, the boy. I could watch those could highlights you, yeah, of best. Devin Hester. Even Corda Roy, Corda Rail. Yeah, I miss I miss that effect of the NFL games. Like right? I miss I miss the special teams aspect. Right. It's absolutely electric. So he literally returns the kick and immediately as a Ravens fan, I guess of any fan of team, when you have that happen, you're like, it's going to be a good day. And the Ravens were certainly thinking that, right? Listen, the Dolphins tied it up 7-7. Then literally one play later, Lamar to Rashad Bateman, 75-yard touchdown. And at this point, you're like, the Ravens can do no wrong, right? They've had two plays. They're both 75-plus yards and they're two touchdowns. Crazy. Lamar throws for two more touchdowns in the first half, Kurt. And it's 28-7 at halftime. Sure. Not 28-3. Nope. But 28-7, which, again, a fairly close impressive enough. lead. Yep. yep. Close enough. Um, so, again, you're thinking, you know, the Ravens are at home. They're up 28-7. They're probably saying, let's just come out in the third quarter and put keep our foot on the gas and keep it up. The Dolphins score first, which probably was a good thing for the Ravens. But then at the end of the quarter, Lamar runs for a 79-yard touchdown. So if you're keeping track, that's three touchdowns from the Ravens of 75-plus yards. They're so goddamn explosive. Which is crazy. So again, usually you talk about Lamar rushing. In this game, he's had that rushing touchdown, but he also threw for three. So it's 35-14, to 14, Kurt, heading into the fourth quarter. Sure. And you're sitting here being like, hmm, hmm. Uh, Bruno and Kurt and, and the PTF podcast as a whole with every member included. Uh, 35 to 14 heading into the fourth quarter. It's over. This is a game of the weekend? Huh? It sure was, boom. It sure was, boom. Because literally, the Dolphins maybe had the fourth quarter of the century, Kurt. And it was literally bananas. I remember seeing 35 to 14. And then, Kurt, I didn't see anything else. And then all of a sudden, we got bonus coverage of the Dolphins, like, driving to win in this game. It was crazy. Tua. Literally, Tua, I don't know how to, Tagovailoa, hopefully that was right. Tua, Tagovailoa. Yeah, Kurt did it better than me. He threw for four touchdown passes just in the fourth quarter. He finished with six on the day, Kurt, but he threw four in the fourth quarter. Two of them were to Tyreek Hill, who had literally an absurd 11 catches, 190 yards, and two touchdowns for the game. Tua finished with 469 yards passing, literally absurd. And it felt like Mike McDaniels was just calling whatever plays he wanted and everything was working. It was just like, let's fucking throw it to our fast receivers. Mike McDaniels fucks. He fucks. <laughs> and like, hypothetically, from experience, we got fucked by him. <laughs> okay, I was like, where is that going? Hypothetically, though. Yeah, hypothetically. hypothetically. But let's give ourselves some credit. We didn't get fucked like this. Not like, hypothetically. Not, not like that. Not My like God. That. They, he bent him over a barrel. He bent him over. Listen. He said, John Harbaugh, I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. He's big ass boss. Hold on. I'm going to interrupt you. Interrupt. Mike McDaniel, through two weeks, has beaten Bill Belichick and John yeah. Harbaugh. How about that for a start? Pretty good debut. He fucks. He fucks. He fucks. Again, one confirmed and one hypothetical, but nonetheless, he fucks. He, you can't argue. Yeah. And so listen, Kurt. I'm, the Dolphins are going crazy, right? They come all the way back to tied at 35. And here's where it gets even more crazy. You'd have to think. 
you're up by that much and you've been up the whole game and you watch the other team come back and now it's tied at 35 you'd have to think you're pressing a little bit the nerves you're like oh shit, is this really happening the ravens come out and they drive down and hit a classic justin tucker clutch field goal with two minutes left and you're like oh shit, the ravens don't give a fuck i mean yeah it wasn't great but yeah. like Listen, they came out and they didn't fold. They were like, oh, shit, we got to score more points. Let's score more like, points. Hold on. We're still the Ravens. We're still yeah. the Ravens. So, again, they hit the field goal with two minutes left. And you're like, oh, shit, are the Dolphins going to come all the way back for nothing? Kurt, after that, after everything he's already done, Tua then goes out and leads the Dolphins to a game-winning touchdown drive. Literally just absurd. Literally so absurd. I remember watching it happen on, like, the two-minute bonus coverage that CBS has, and I was like, there's no way this is happening. I mean, I said that the whole time, but I was like, there's no way this is happening, and it just did. Kurt, if you're the Dolphins, I'm I, – like, I know we like to exaggerate. This could literally be a season-defining moment. Like, oh, you had yeah. a hypothetical week one game against a bitter division rival that you won, and it was good. You didn't look that great. You got some lucky bounces. It was whatever. It wasn't really that crazy of a game. You come out in Baltimore against the Ravens, you pull off the comeback of the century, and you beat like a top-tier AFC team, and you're 2-0. and You must be feeling like you can do absolutely anything. So here's where I'm going with this. Sure. The Dolphins score 42 points on Baltimore. What do they score against the Patriots? 20? True. Like, elite defense? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like <laughs> they kept him in check. Like, yeah, yeah. Jalen Waddle obviously got, got loose there at the end. Yeah, yeah. But like... Belichick and the Patriots defense didn't let they didn't let Waddle and Tyreek do what they did yesterday. Like, Absolutely not. I mean, my God. When literally whenever they wanted, yeah. they were open. And Kurt, that's my takeaway for the Ravens because again, you knew the offense was going to be good. And it is kind of a shame that being overshadowed in this game is how well Lamar and the offense played because they balled out. The takeaway here is that Kurt, I feel like maybe we're a little biased because we're Patriots fans and we remember these like early two thousands Ravens teams. But when I think of Ravens, usually I think of defense. Sure. I don't think I'm thinking that anymore, Kurt, because maybe they have some injuries. Maybe there have been some guys who, you know, have been working their way into the lineup. But, like, their defense is traditionally what they've been built on, and they let them the fuck down. When it was 35-7 yesterday in that game, I was saying, like, the Patriots might lose to the Ravens 70-0. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But now my brain is on a flip. Might be seventy to sixty-five. Patriots, maybe. <laughs> Patriots. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll be. It'll. You know. It, this was a wild game. Yeah. Bruno, um, we get some pretty wild stats early yep. in a season. Yep. How about this for a wild stat? Mm. The top three quarterbacks in the NFL for touchdown for touchdown passes right now Are through they? through two weeks. Oh wait. Oh, this has to be Tua. Tua. Do I do I know the others? Am I what? Tua. Trying to think who is like popped up. Jared Goff? Nope. Are, what? No. Nope. Lines have been falling out. Yep. I don't know who. <laughs> Tua number one. Okay. Joe Flacco number two. Joe Flacco. And Carson Wentz number three. No shot. It's yep. Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz. That's literally the most absurd list I've ever heard. I mean, that's shitty, shittier, and shittiest. Remember the 2012 debate, Joe Flacco elite? <laughs> I think we finally answered it. 2022. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 10 years later. 10 years later. Um, <laughs> speaking of 10 years later, well, a little more. McDaniels is a, is a, is a head coach again. Uh, this time for the for the Vegas Raiders. And Bruno, he started out his career last – or started out his second 10 years head coach last week yep. with a loss. L. Didn't get better this week. Double L. Should have been a W. Ends up w. being a double L. Double L. Nice. I like what you did there. Okay. <laughs> Surely. Surely, Surely. A 20-point lead <laughs> at home hmm. would be safe for McDaniels and the Raiders. Yeah. No. No? No. Damn. Wrong. 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 <laughs> if you're watching, you'll know what we did there. <laughs> it's like what Trump told Hillary. Well. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals stunned the Raiders in OT on Sunday. They took a 16-point deficit into the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray and those boys. Okay. Didn't matter. Didn't didn't even flinch. Um, following a touchdown that made it 23-13, Kyler Murray scored on one of the most absurd, it was crazy, insane two-point conversions you will ever see in football. Um, next-gen stats in the NFL said that he ran a collective 85 yards to score a two-point conversion. <laughs> Just crazy. <laughs> Think about that. That's from the three-yard line. <laughs> I'm not a math guy, but oh. <laughs> Kyler Murray ran 85 yards to score on a two-point conversion. It looked like youth football. Like you run sideline to sideline, yeah. sideline. Back. Whoop! That way. Whoop! <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah. of whooping going on. A lot of whooping. Um, so anyway, two-point conversion hits. 
So now it's now it's a one-score game. Now you got it to eight, 23-15. Uh, um, he he wasn't done. He was not done. He was not done <laughs> on the very last play from scrim from scrimmage. Okay, there is no time left on the clock. They have to score if the game is over. What does Coward do? Done Whoop! again. Whoop! End zone, Bruno. He finds the end zone, sets up another two-point conversion. This was kind of like reminiscent in the Super Bowl 51 game with the Patriots and Falcons. Yep. Pats were down 16. You need two scores and two two-point conversions. Oh, yeah. Was Kyler nervous? No. Throws a, a two-point conversion to who? A.J. Green. Who? The boy, A.J. Green. And all of, all of a sudden, we're going OT. We're going OT. The Raiders probably shit in their pants. Yeah. Okay, you're not looking good. Well, the Cardinals got the ball to start overtime. It was like, they're going to go down. They're going to score. Not true. Turnover on downs. Do you see the fourth and one on yes. that play? So, so close. So close. Ugh. So, so close. So, the Raiders get the ball back. Hmm. Josh loves his little white slot receivers. He might love them less today. Yeah. Okay? Hunter Renfro, on two consecutive plays, gets passes, fumbles, recovers the first one. That boy got knocked the fuck out in the second one. Oh, yeah. Did not recover the fumble. Who did? The Cardinals. Mm. Not only did they recover that fumble, they took that fumble and housed it. House call. Housed. Game over in Vegas. All of Vegas is stunned. Cliff Kingsbury is running around like a five-year-old girl. Yeah. Who just got like. Cliffy. Cl yeah. Big <laughs> Clifford over there. Red, red, the big red dog. Oh, I love that. Clifford the big red dog. Yeah, hell yeah. I um, thought that's what you were going no. for. I was like, what a reference. <laughs> yeah. No, hell yeah. I'm in now. I'm in. Um, I just. Wild, wild, wild game. I Again, not a must win by any means, but McDaniels now 0-2. Cliff Kingsbury, little life for your team. That hadn't looked very good. Little life now. Um, so we'll see. Abs uh, eyeball emojis. Josh McDaniels, in his last 10 games as head coach, 1-9. Eesh. Eesh. Uh, Kurt, not looking too good for my uh, bold prediction of Derek Carr being the best <laughs> AFC West quarterback. But it's a long season. It's a long year. <laughs> it's a long year. Um, Bruno, just to... Recap. We said that we were going to be shorter again. That was another forty-five-minute yep, segment. We tried. We did. We. I mean, we did, but did. But we. that's about right. We just talked for forty-five minutes normally about we that. We just talked. Um, uh, your daily uh, Monday night football update. Still seventeen-seven Bills in the third quarter, and uh, the Vikings offense doing absolutely nothing. Looking like UConn football against Michigan. So, e oh God, yo. Uh, we couldn't even cover forty-seven and a point. What was the final fifty? <laughs> yeah, it was, I think we lost seven fifty something. Yeah, whatever. Oh, Jalen Hurts, please, God. No. Oh, my God. Oh, he's wide open. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <He> just <laughs> That's so funny. He's stunting literally in your face. That's actually, it was like an 80-yard touchdown. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Quez Watkins. Quez? I thought that was Sammy Watkins. All right. Well, so it is now 14 nothing. Eagles and my fantasy team is in danger. He's kerfuckled. Oh, God damn it. That was actually hilarious. Not like we, this. We, but we take one quick break to watch the one play of the Eagles game. 53-yard touchdown. <laughs> how did he get that open? Well, we got to take it. Well, our us. Vikings pick is wrong, so let's uh, mark that down. One of our sponsors, Kit Kat. Uh, have a break. Eat a Kit Kat. Uh, take a pause. Enjoy <laughs> some candy. Now you're going to be 1-5 um, this week in pick six. Oh, oh, my God. Where was that guy going? That did you see him? That safety was well, lost. I did. Have to say. I had to throw it in there. Oh, my God. Josh Allen going deep. No, see, he sucks. He sucks. All right. Perfect. Wish wish you could be like, more like Jalen Hurts. True. Um, you know who I could wish, wish would be more like Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen? <laughs> Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bruno, you know what time it is. It's time for the music and hit it. CBS music hits. It, oh, it fucking slaps. It's kind of loud. We love it, though. I love it. We love it. I love it. You don't think I love it? I think you love it. I love you. All right. You know what I love? <laughs> what do you love? The Patriots and the win call. Yes, true. Okay. W. Ugh, Bruno, I want you to take the lead. I'm still like, my Patriots brain That's okay. is, is not braining at full capacity. Yeah. Well, my score brain is pretty much at full capacity true. for Patriots games. True. So, Kurt, uh, let's just be completely honest here. We are obviously Patriots fans, and this is a Patriots podcast. If this was a regular game and we weren't Patriots fans, this might have been one of the contenders of the most forgetful games of the weekend. Because let me tell you, Kurt, we did win 17-14. to 14. We played in Pittsburgh. We got the W on the road. That's always good. That's always great. Was the game itself 
pretty much any good, Kurt? No. Absolutely not, Jim. Uh, in, in an NFL that is now like a gunfight, you got to bring... Uh, the Mitch Trubisky brought uh, paper, <laughs> and Mac Jones brought a rock. Yeah. So that's... That's not great. No scissors here. No scissors. <laughs> well, it's ironic I said that because usually rock, paper beats rock. Yeah, but I, I'm a rock guy. Me too. I want a rock. I don't yeah. want paper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting paper. <laughs> I'm throwing a rock Let's through your paper. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> that was great. Um, well, Kurt, let's be honest. I'll go through kind of like what I thought about the game. Again, there's really not like a ton to break down, but there were some moments that deserve shouting out, and then there were just some themes that I noticed. So it felt like in week one – nothing kind of went our way like we talked about against the dolphins again the fourth down defense that led to the dolphins scoring right before half the fumble scoop and score by the dolphins it just felt like we couldn't put drives together mac jones on that first drive against the dolphins threw a pick at the end of a good drive so again week one it didn't really feel like anything went our way and again you can you have some control over that sometimes you do sometimes you don't this game I feel like we got the breaks when we needed to. And again, it's not like we weren't putting ourselves in positions for those. Like, of course, that comes down to, like, you know, how we're playing and, and how hard we're trying and how we, how well we did at practice. It just felt like we got some things that went our way. So let's start with probably the highlight of the game. Maybe the only highlight there of the game. There weren't many, yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Again, yeah. may I repeat, Nelson Aguilar. An absolute fucking moss. As Patriots oh, yeah. fans who literally can say that because we watched just the most incredible season sure. of all time from Randy Moss. Um Oh my god! I almost dropped my hat, but I could. That's crazy. My reflexes are. Oh my god! Oh, Josh Allen, terrible. Um, Nelson Aguilar, crazy catch, jumped over Mac Jones through deep down the right sideline. Um, it wasn't maybe the best throw of all time. I was fine. It was, it was good enough. 50-50 ball. 50-50 Just go, ball. go. Let your man go. Let your teammate make a play. And as Eagles fans are well aware, Nelson Aguilar gets those every time. Oh, we catching them too. <laughs> we on, like Aguilar, like Aguilar. So we really needed that. It was like I said, the opposite of what happened right before halftime against the Dolphins. We get that really momentum building um, catch, built, uh, letting us score right before half. That was great. Um, you know, another thing that was great, mo- the majority of our points came on, I don't want to say like lucky breaks, but like things that went our way. We're up 10 to 6. Kurt and I were laughing at this before we recorded, but the- Mac Jones uh, on offense throws maybe the worst pass of all time. There's a bird's eye view. Oh, my God. Josh Allen to Diggs. 50-yard touchdown. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Diggs. See, that's that's something the Patriots <laughs> don't really have. Yeah, that like, ain't happening. These quarterbacks these days, they're just letting it rip. He's dancing. He's dancing. Oh, I thought he hurt himself. I got a little excited. Like, oh, yeah. Diggs. Um, so, like I said, Mac Jones on the run, unlike Josh Allen, who can do this on the run, throws literally the hor- most horrendously bad pass of all time. It goes right to a Steelers defender, like hits him literally right in the hands, drops it. I was like, oh, thank God. We then punt it, and then our inside agent, our old friend, our <laughs> spy, our guy on the inside, Gunner Olszewski, muffs the punt. It was he kind chefed of up a big win for us. Chefed it for us. Shout out Schefter. I don't know if you saw the replay. He literally was like, I'm going to catch it. I'm going to kind of catch it. Doink. Right what up was, the, what the was even hands. more interesting <laughs> is Brendan Schooler, yeah. the gunner, the undrafted free agent from Texas right. the Patriots have. <laughs> Pittsburgh double teamed Matt Slater <laughs> on the bottom of the screen and left Schooler with nobody on him. Got schooled. Got schooled. <laughs> well, yeah. he they, they they got schooled because Gunner Schooler got down there and was literally in yeah. Olszewski's face. Yeah. Just he, like the ball. <laughs> just like the ball. Hits him in the face mask. Score easily recovers. Yeah, and yeah. the Patriots are set up and they go down and score. Um, it's It was a gift. Yeah. And Kurt, I'm going to be honest. Again, that's why I'm kind of going through these moments. Because that was 14. That combined with the play before halftime were 14 of our 17 points. Sure, we tack on a field goal. Again, though, it felt like this was a game where... We're not perfect. We saw signs of improvement, but we had those breaks go our game. Kurt, I did think there were other things that, again, we saw in game number one that were also present in game number two. Again, turnovers. Mac Jones throws another pick. I will say he should have had that other one that should have got picked. Yep. So he should have had two. So that's like something, again, like that comes when the offense is learning. We've heard, you know, adjusting to Matt Patricia's fabled offense is going to happen yeah. when you're adjusting the schemes. That was something. Penalties. Kurt. Maybe I looked at the stats and it didn't feel like as much. I felt during the game, I was like, oh my God, guys. It was just like penalty after penalty. As of five minutes left in the fourth quarter, I think we had seven for 55. Again, that doesn't sound like a lot, but I feel like they were all at inopportune times. And then drive killers. My last thing, Kurt, because I know you got some stuff to say, but like my last thing that I really wanted to harp on, you know, before we get into some other stuff was just. 
I feel like we always have flashes on drives. Like, there are moments on our drives, whether it's Damian Harris rushing for a first down, Ramondre Stevenson just being tough as nails, you know, Mac Jones, like, making the right read and finding the open guy. Like, we have those moments on the drives. And I think we might have been spoiled, might have been, a little bit with our former quarterback. Well, not our... (laughs) not our one quarterback ago, but two quarterbacks ago might've been spoiled because we were used to drives like that, where that was every play down the field, multiple times a game scoring like five touchdowns like that all the time. And sure. We're adjusting still a little bit. Maybe we're finally getting used to life post Tom Brady, but it's like, it's really frustrating seeing the potential and that happening. But then the drive ends with like a horrible couple plays or a penalty puts us out of position or Mac Jones was interception. It's like we need more consistency on those drives. I know it's easy to say, but so far through two games, that's been the most frustrating thing for me is that we just haven't had those consistent drives put together. Yeah. And no, that's, that's spot on. So I want to talk offense for a second. So pretty, uh, was pretty vocal after the week one game that I thought the offensive plan – I didn't know what their plan was on offense against Miami. Didn't think it was that good of a performance at all. Um, I will – they only scored 17 points, and a lot of them were on gifts. But it just, I liked their plan better this week. They went back to the stuff that has worked well for them in the past, those gap runs, uh, those power runs. And then at the end, when they needed to ice the game, they went to that outside zone, which was a couple right. of nice runs. But I was really impressed with the way the Patriots ran the football. Um, Damian Harris and Ramado Stevenson, we know this. We've said this. Bullen. They they run their asses off. Oh, and yeah. this one, uh, Ramondre averaged 5.2 yards a carry, and Harris was right around 5.2. So if you have running backs averaging 5 yards a carry, you're you're in a good spot. Sure. You're in a good spot. Um, so I'll give the offensive line their flowers. Um, no, they played better. And that's huge. Yeah. Like, Mac, I think, rushed a couple throws because he Mac got absolutely battered and bruised in that Miami game. He was under pressure a lot. Right. The offensive line did a much better job, and I think a lot of that. I don't know. This is a, a nitty gritty thing. Um, we had talked about this in the last episode for the Patriots. You know, Matt Patricia is the offensive line coach, and he has his assistant Billy Yates. Billy Yates had been in the booth you know, up in the box for Week One. He was on the sideline for Week Two, so. Matt, it got, that gives Matt Patricia more freedom to communicate with Mac Jones. And you saw a couple times Patricia, Judge, and Belichick talking, then going to talk to uh, Mac. And Belichick talking to Mac a lot. So, like, I think the communication was better. If you allowed Billy Yates to coach the offensive line while Patricia's doing other things, and then Patricia can go over and talk to the line, whatever. The offensive line was really good yesterday. Yeah. So um, against a, a, a Pittsburgh defense, I know. I know no T.J. Watt, and I know that makes a world of difference. But, but the Steelers got after – they sacked him yeah. Burrow seven times in week yeah. one. That's not a mistake. No. Like, And the Bengals have better skill players than the Patriots, and Burrow was picked off four times. Yeah. So, like, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. So, I, you know, was it perfect from the Patriots? No. Not even close. But it's a, I think it's a big step in the right direction. And something that I liked offensively too, or something that's interesting at least, is if you go back to the first drive in the Miami game and the first drive in the Pittsburgh game, yeah. and then both the drives coming out at halftime, when those drives are scripted, the Patriots are really, really good. When they're you know not scripted and it's later, it's like the middle of a quarter or later in a game, yeah. those need some work. Those need a little bit of work. But what I think is a huge momentum boost for this Patriots team, they could have lost this game easily yesterday. Oh, yeah. So it's 17-14. The Patriots get the ball back after Matt Judon stops a oh, yeah. a wheel up yeah. the sideline to Najee Harris. Matt Judon in coverage. Big, <laughs> big bo- Our favorite thing to Matt, say. <laughs> Matt Judon said, I ain't never been dunk, dunked on. And it, that continued in this one. But the Patriots get the ball back with six minutes and 33 seconds to go. They never gave it back. That's impressive. When the, when the defense knows you are running the football and you still run the football yeah. however you want to, yeah. that's a, kudos to your offensive line, and B, that's like smash mouth big boy football. Kind of like the Bills game last year. Kind of like the Bills game last year, exactly. And I think that's something they can really build off. David Andrews this week said that running game is still the Patriots' fastball. It looked like it. If you can do that again, like moving forward, and you can incorporate that with a, with some sort of aerial attack, you're, it just makes you that much harder to defend. Wanting to talk quickly about the aerial attack the Patriots did mix around their receiving uh core a little bit more this week Kendrick Bourne in the first quarter one snap again I was like what the fuck Why is, is going this on? happening yeah little Jordan Humphrey was starting <laughs> I like little Jordan little like, Jordan I'm like let's get Kendrick 
the the guy who was the best receiver on the team last year Big a little born. more involved. Yeah. So, you know, he was a little more involved yesterday. He caught two passes, had a, had a really, really impressive third catch that got um, called back because yeah, of a penalty. Sucks. Um, but it's good to see him play more. He played like 34% of the snaps yesterday or something. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a lot more than the two he played in Miami. Not a math guy, but I can't confirm. Not a math guy. But, you know, Nelson Aguilar does not look like the same receiver last year. He looks competent. Jacoby Myers, far and away, Depending. Mac Jones, Binky. And... Devontae Parker has kind of been a dud. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, I, again, on Twitter, all I do is follow these Patriots beat reporters. And he had such a good summer in him. And Mac Jones had the chemistry. And it's like, well, where's that been in the first two weeks? Because both of Mac Jones' interceptions have been when he's targeting Devontae Parker deep. And now I think week one, that was just a good defensive play. Yeah. Week yeah. two, that was just kind of a bad throw. But the yeah. chemistry doesn't seem to be there. Like, he tried to hit Parker on a back shoulder pass, and they looked so out of sync. Is... Is it too soon to say Devontae Parker is playing the Nikhil Harry role too well? Well, why did he change his jersey to number one? He was 11, and then he was one. I'm like, well, you curse yourself now. Yeah, yikes. At least he looks, looks, looks a little faster. But, yeah. like, my God. So, I'd like, you know, yeah, yeah. my point he'll, is. He'll figure it out. I have to. Between Aguilar, Myers, Parker, and Kendrick Bourne. You got pieces. You got pieces. And you paid two tight ends out the ass. And you have two really good running backs. This Patriots offense should be able to do more. Yeah. So we'll see. I think they took a, st- a step in the right direction, though. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, the tight ends weren't involved like at all in this game, and, and Mac Jones came out after and said that was kind of part of the plan. Tight ends are this week because the tight ends are so so useful in like um, play action. The Patriots ran like two play action plays the week one. They ran like three this week. Not many at all. Yeah. You. It's hard. And maybe him and Belichick made a good point. It's really hard to run play action when you're being blitzed. Yeah. Because like if they're blitzing, they're blitzing anyway. It's not yeah. like they're reading you. No. It's so true. you know if teams that are blitz happy, it's hard to it's hard to run play action again. So that's something to to, to keep an eye on. But again, step forward for the offense this week. You do want to see them finish more drives, be a little more consistent. But they got they got a couple really tough games before the stretch gets easy. If they can continue to take steps forward, maybe pull out an upset in one of these next two games, they're going to be okay. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I was just looking up while you were saying that. I mean, next week against the Ravens, you already said that. Interesting. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I'm saying, yeah. like, the the Dolphins put up 42, and I, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, Belichick will have a plan. You think about the last time they played the Ravens, Cam Newton beat them. It was in the rain. It was pouring at Gillette, but the, but like people forget. I mean, I think the Patriots' defense, and that's this is a good kind of transition into it. Sure, they focus so much in the offseason about getting faster, yep. and it's clear they've gotten faster. Um, I just think it's it's to to play in games like this where you have a Lamar Jackson, you have you know a, yeah. a, a yes. running a, yes. a running quarterback. Um, so who knows? Maybe Belichick has a plan that keeps Lamar. You know, in check. Lamar's going to get his. Don't get me wrong, but at least keep him in check a little bit. So I've liked what I've seen from the defense a lot these these first two weeks. They in Miami they made some stops. They could have had a couple interceptions. They didn't take advantage of them. They took advantage of Mitch Ritzky being kind of an idiot in this in this yeah. game. Oh, you could say that. But like, I just I I like the defense a lot, and I think they're an underrated group. Yeah, I I would agree with that, Kurt. I would say again, like. The defense hasn't been perfect by any means, but through these first two weeks, especially when you combine, like you said, with how the Dolphins looked week two, knowing yeah. that we played them the week before, it's fair to say that it's like, I feel like right now there's more to figure out on offense and defense. Again, are we, you know, was Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers absolute world beater not world beaters on offense? No, but that's at this point, I'm less concerned about that than I am for the offense. And like you said, the important thing was, you know, we got the win. It was on the road. It's in Pittsburgh, a place that obviously they hate us there. Like, they hate us because they ain't us, but they they hate us there. So going in there and getting that win, I think that was the most impressive thing over everything. And as long as, you know what, you said this earlier in the pod, and Bill says this every year, as long as we can continue to build and we can continue to get better, I think it's inarguable that this was better than week one. Yep. And so as long as we can keep that that progress moving forward, that's the most important thing because again, it's long season. You, you don't you know you don't make the playoffs, yeah. you don't win the division, you don't do anything in week two. Yeah, nope, couldn't agree more. And looking forward to this Baltimore game again too. It's it's interesting because I think the Patriots match up really well against the Ravens. The Ravens had that three tight end kind of thing where they 
you know, they run the ball out of it, but they also, you know, run play action. Mark Andrews, obviously a, a goddamn beast. He's the guy's so an animal. But you think about the, the Patriots. What is the deepest group the Patriots have on their roster? It's that safety group of everyone's healthy. So you have guys like Kyle Duggar who match up really well with a tight end. Duggar's been a beast through two games. He got hurt yesterday, mm. um, so hopefully he's all right. But between him and Peppers, who was awesome yesterday, and Adrian Phillips, who was awesome yesterday, you have these guys who can match up with these tight ends. And then on the outside, Jalen Mills has been all right. Jack Jones has been all right. Jonathan Jones has been pretty good. Yeah. Miles Bryant had, was guarding Chase Claypool yesterday <laughs> and did a pretty damn good job. Oh, yeah. So, like, you have these guys who can run with your with the Ravens wide receivers, and then it's about that second level keeping – basically keeping Lamar in check. Again, Lamar is going to get his, but it's keeping him in check. So, I think they match up pretty nicely with them. It'll, I don't think whatever Baltimore is going to be favored in this game, and I, don't get me wrong, they're going to be favored. I just think it'll be pretty close. Yeah, I would agree with that too, Kurt. Uh, again – the only thing that makes me a little nervous is obviously the Ravens are going to be absolutely pissed that they yeah. lost last game. Like I wish not they were happy, but it's our home opener. It's playing at home. Yeah. Um. Quick pause, Kurt. Watch. Watch what just happens right here. Goner. Oh my god. <laughs> look, sorry. While you we were talking, I was watching. He just scoops it. They got it. So. Uh, so yeah, this nice game's little, getting out of hand. Buffalo's yeah. running away with it. Yeah. Should so it? that'll look like a little preview of next week. We're going to run away with it against the Ravens. I don't know about that, but that'd be great. Yeah. Um. What is the score? Twenty-four-seven. Yeah. Well, that'll be thirty-one because they're on like the ten-yard line. I should have taken a plus 10. I mean, minus 10. The Bills minus 10. Yeah. I should have taken it. I, I, mean, I was scared. 10's a big number. It, listen, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Even mine. Oh, that white guy's getting cut. Yeah. See you later, bro. I'll yeah. out there at the 20. Oh, my God. Yeah, first, pl- first play touchdown right here. You want to bet? No. Minus 10? I mean, that's not a good bet for you. I like the punter being like, yeah, that was me, bro. It's like, yeah. well, it was a good pun, but he kind of just muffed it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. All right, Bruno, you got anything else? No, Kurt, I guess live on air. Well, on oh, I guess we are on air because we're on Twitch. Do we – we had been picking Thursday night games on the pod. Do you keep that up? It's Browns-Steelers this week. No. Maybe we just go back nope. to regular pick yep. six. I'm nope. not about that. Yeah, it's not a, not a juicy nope. game. Maybe so. Maybe moving forward, if Thursday night is juicy, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah not for juicy, sure. No, for I'm sure. Fine, I'm fine with an actual pick six. So, Kurt, I don't got anything else other than uh, let's do some quick. Bills up twenty four to seven with eight minutes left in the third. Do they win? I think yes. Right. Yeah, it's not even close. They're about to score right now. The I think it's fourteen to seven right now. Let me look up really quick uh, on air. Fourteen to seven with six minutes left in the second quarter. The Vikings have the ball. I think Eagles. Who, Eagles I think the Eagles will win. I think it'll be a close game though. I actually kind of think the Vikings. I mean, the fact that they went down fourteen nothing and then scored and now are driving again. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is clutch, but I, I you know. Got to represent the Vikings. Also, I'm praying because I need everyone I can get for pick six. So, am I praying? Yes. You know, I'm not a pray guy, but am I praying? Yes. Yeah, if the Vikings win, I we both pick Vikings. I went five and one this week. If Vikings win, you went oh two and god, four. Oh my god, I need them to win so I can so. go five and one. Oh my god, my hands hurt. It would have been six and zero oh if I the fucking <laughs> Dolphins and go berserk at the end there listen i'm low-key i'm kind of glad that we picked that game because it was like justified at being a pick six sure yeah. but i like like you just said though i wish the ravens won like i wish the ravens yes, won for us yes for us for like ugh. yeah i don't want them to come in pissed off yeah. you know no i don't either but you know, i refs. just i want to see john harbaugh have a hissy fit in oh me, he needs to complain about something like you know, like some rule going against his way something. or like yeah. the wind picking up when justin tucker is kicking or something like that yeah. i'd love that it'd be awesome yeah so all right bruno good pod another well hey hour six that's pretty not efficient bad. for us yeah, yeah not so, bad well not not as much patriot talk which is fine i mean is, yeah, it, it was a rock fight yeah, it was and it paper was. fight yeah and so no scissors no scissors too pointy. Too, too much. Too, <laughs> too, too much. much. Too much. Yeah. So uh, that was awesome. Um, here we go. We're we're getting in the swing of things now. We are Season's, swinging. See, this is about to kick off. Like, we are we are going on a run here. Season doesn't start till the Patriots' first home game. That's what they always say. <laughs> I believe that's this week. I believe so. All right. Great. Well, Kurt, uh, as always, a wonderful time talking with you. Tune in this weekend for our first legitimate pick six. Right? They've go. been legitimate, but you know, yeah. some are we saying have some they haven't fives. counted because it hasn't been six weekend picks, so those okay. records don't count. Sure, so sure, sure, records sure. start this weekend, 0-0. Zero, zero. feels nice going into 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, and as always, we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Bye, guys. <laughs>